hello again. It's that time of year where we clean up the smokers, stack the wood, and get out the seasoning. This is our first podcast from Outlaw Barbecue, a fairly new barbecue team. Uh, Came together last year for one event, fell in love, found something to dump a bunch of money into, and started out on the road this year. We're going to try to send up one podcast every month detailing our exploits, financial ruin, and hopefully some trophies and checks along the way. Let me introduce myself. I'm Trey Neesmith, the pitmaster of Outlaw Barbecue. I have a team consisting of Luke Barksdale, Walker the Waldrop Vines, Seth the Gooch Guthrie, and Josh Bell, who remains to be unnicknamed at this time. We just returned off the road from a barbecue competition down the beautiful Gulf Shores, Alabama. Uh, it's our first one, uh, our first official outing of the year, trying to do at least one a month on the Alabama Barbecue Trail. Uh, I'd like to give some props out to South Baldwin County Chamber of Commerce. They were more than accommodating, uh, provided excellent, excellent grounds at Heritage Park to compete in. We competed with, competed in uh, with some great people. What we found out was three that were particularly greater than us, uh, meaning that we did not place in the top three. Our neighbor, who was absolutely wonderful, uh, give a big shout out to the backyard Grilla Billies, who did actually take grand champion uh, of this event. However, he was not a hoarder of his barbecue knowledge. He was able to share to us amateurs, rookies, did not, did not turn his back on us and shine as some people do, so we'd like to say thank you uh, to the Backyard Grill Billies and uh, hope to see them uh, the next round. Now we started our weekend off by uh, loading up two trailers on Thursday afternoon. Uh, one, one truck, our backup, backup guys pulling the smoker with us. I was pulling the 16-foot enclosed trailer, which housed what we appeared to be way too much at the beginning of the day, but after setup, we found out we carried just the right amount of gear. We made the seven-hour pilgrimage down from our home in North Alabama, straight down to the sunny gulf with perfect weather, highs in the mid-70s with the lows. Somewhere around, but the weather people said 50 degrees, but we found at 3 o'clock in the morning on Saturday that we were freezing in temperatures of 44 degrees. Got set up that afternoon, pulled in Thursday, uh, Thursday night, went straight to bed, or some of us did. However, names that won't be mentioned by the name of Waldrop sported his footed pajamas. nursing a long neck beer in his hotel room 
wish I could send y'all the picture. We started off Saturday morning bright and early, 7 a.m. hotel lobby, breakfast time. Who knew that'd be the last warm breakfast that we'd sit down and eat until it was all over. And out to the Heritage Park to be the first ones to set up Saturday, being that we were the rookies and we knew we were going to take more time, space, and energy than probably anybody else out there. Surprisingly enough, we were able to be unloaded, canopies up, smoker in position in about an hour and a half. Where we spent the next three hours trimming 70 pounds of pork shoulder, 36 chicken thighs, and rubbing down approximately 20 pounds of ribs. Uh, good times. You haven't trimmed enough chicken, meat, shoulders, or ribs if your hands aren't sore. So we back to the hotel for showers. And then we had showers and beach, because of course had the kids. The kids have to have the beach if you're that close. It doesn't matter what the temperature is in the water. So we all regrouped about six o'clock after we had decided that we were going to have a crawfish bowl to celebrate our first inaugural night. We stopped by some great, great people down South Baldwin. Fresh seafood down there, about a 35 pound bag of pristine live crawfish, and a 22 pound box of oysters, which was our anything but entry turned in the next day, smoked little smoked oysters. Drank, had crawfish, drank some beer, time to light the smoker. We lit our smoker that night, got it up to a nice 270 degrees, we knew we'd be opening it for a while. Placed our meat, 70 pounds of pork shoulders on there, and then kicked back, listened to a little BB King nursing some wild necks. Goodbye, everybody! Gotta say, if you don't have a wireless thermometer for your smoker, and I mean a true Maverick wireless thermometer where you can walk from your spot to the porta potties being 300 feet away, you've got to get one. Goodbye, everybody! We spent all night long trying to stay warm. There are little propane heaters to no avail, but we did make it through with a surprisingly burst of energy at 5 a.m. Maybe it was just the idea that the sun was right over the horizon. By that time it was time to get ready to put our ribs on and get our chicken out and ready to, to rack up with our chicken turn in being the first at 12.30. After all of our amazing marinades, injections, and rubs, we started turning in at 12:30, and we turned in every hour until until it was over until about 4:30. We had people's choice. People came around and sampled our cups, gave us a dollar if they loved us, gave us a shoulder if they didn't. We did find that. We had figured out we had served a little over 1,200 people that day, and we were exhausted by the time it was over. I gotta give a great big shout thanks to our teammate 
Josh Bell and his wife, who just miraculously took took that took that over, serving the crowd. And Josh was meticulous placement, partially in our return inboxes. His lovely wife is a renowned food photographer for framing it up and making us know it was just right. We also figured out that uh, after we turned everything in, the chicken came off. It looked absolutely wonderful. Did not have the crisp skin that we were hoping for, but it was bite through, so we we felt comfortable with that. Got that turned in. Next, next to come up was our uh, anything but, I believe our anything but category was next, which we did a smoked oyster. Uh, we put the whole live oysters on the smoker, uh, brought, cooked them until the shells started to open, popped those shells, broke the oysters loose, added our, uh, our covenant spice, and a little bit of barbecue sauce on top to finish, and turned that in. However, you don't know, not everybody likes oysters. But we took a gamble. Hey, we're at the beach. Use the freshest ingredients always. Well, luckily, our uh, grillability neighbor introduced us to a pork puller. For those who are on the competitive circuit or just barbecue on a religious basis throughout the summer, this is well worth your while. There's nothing worse than being tired from cooking pork all day for a bunch of people and then having to hand pull it. I recommend the pork puller that attaches to the end of your drill. You get you a fairly sturdy drill to do this. After We found after about 14 hours on the smoker our 8 to 10 pound shoulders were just perfect. Uh, primarily we used 8 pound shoulders for this event. So 14 hours gave us perfect. Uh, they were able to come out, wrap them up full, throw them in the them in our coolers, rest them, and then just grab the, the bone and it just slid right out, put it in our pot, shredded it with the pork puller. We were able to shred 40 pounds of pork in about a minute. Uh, then we add, add just a little bit of sauce, you don't need it. Our pork was so tender and so moist, you did not want to cover that up with barbecue sauce. As they started to serve, serve the public in line started forming. We had our neighbors uh, two board, two spots down to us. We got to give a shout out to the uh, Natural Born Grillers. I believe they're from South Haven, Mississippi. I believe I looked them up. In 2008 world champions at Memphis in May. So you know, give them their credit where it's due. Loving their stuffed boar they had out in front. They had. Uh, they, they won the Barbecue and Blues 4th Annual uh, People's Choice Awards. To beat those fellows, you're going to have to have some serious showmanship. It wouldn't help to have a couple marketing guys out in your crowd either, coordinating people over to you. A couple hundred koozies and, uh, to give away with your donation. That helps. We were not prepared for that. But they were a great bunch of guys. Uh, had a great setup. Uh, had backyard grillers next to us. Then uh, Jack's racks also finished well. Uh, and he also he has. If you're if you're looking for a smoker and you're in the South uh, South uh, Alabama area, look old Jack up. Jack's racks. Uh, he has some. He has some nice. 
not uh, trailer pulled smokers for sale. We got our chicken turned in, looked wonderful. Uh, it turned out a whole lot better than I thought. We'd actually went out on a limb and tried a new recipe uh, for the first time on the circuit, which I do not advise. However, the weather was so nasty up here, we did not have a chance to get, actually get a good trial run to it. But it absolutely turned out wonderful. Did not win a top three on that, but we were, we were satisfied. That we came out, came point two out of third place, so that landed us a fourth place finish in chicken, so we were okay with that. Hey, we're the new guys. We're not gonna, we'll take what we can get and learn along the way. The ribs, we realized that, one thing that we realized is we had a new barbecue sauce that we've been perfecting over the last couple months. Came out that we did not make enough. What we thought was a huge amount in the kitchen did not transpose into a huge amount on the road. I mean, that's the bad place to figure that out. We had to, we know we had to turn in for our best sauce. In the categories, we had a cup that we had to turn in for that. And then we just not realized how much we were basting on our uh, 70 pounds of pork shoulder we had up there. Because when it came to our ribs, we didn't have as much as we would like to have put on there, but we just kind of hoped that our caramelized rub from the that had been marinating in for the previous 10 hours would have done the trick. Wish, really wish we had had more rub, uh, more barbecue sauce to, to glaze that with. I think that might have been a difference of a couple of points in our scores on ribs. What time to turn in our pork came out, looked great, had an inch, good inch worth of smoke ring, maybe an inch and a half in some spots of smoke ring. Uh, looked absolutely wonderful. Up on shredding it, the moisture, it was so, uh, so moist the juice just ran out. It was it was unreal. I was very uh, very happy with our turn in on that. Uh, we also had our chicken turned in pretty. Oysters looked absolutely wonderful, especially if you love oysters. We all love oysters, uh, so all the guys were very happy uh, just being able to have oysters, crawfish, and beer for two days. And then our ribs. Our rib was the only thing that I was just not excited about. Uh, I've had a few rough time over the last year to this year trying to perfect out the perfect amount of cooking time. Uh, usually we get the uh, spares and get them trimmed by the butcher, uh, to get them St. Louis style. Here we didn't have a butcher uh, trim these, we were going to do them ourselves. So I'm, I, I won't do that again. I'll have I'll let a butcher with a nice uh, bandsaw trim those up for me next time. That was the only thing that I was really, really, really enjoyed the flavor of our ribs. I, I was so concerned about overcooking, which I'm still learning. Uh, kind of got burned on our last event, our event last year, because we really backed off the amount of time that we put on our ribs just because we wanted to be KCBS judge compliant. We didn't want them just to fall off the bone uh, with one bite. Uh, we found out, so we backed our cooking time down an hour. It was pretty bite through. Uh, you could have a bite through and it was easy to pull away, but it just wasn't fall off the bone tender. Which any KCBS judge will tell you if it's fall off the bone tender, it's overcooked. So we have made sure that we were not overcooked. However, we lost to two teams uh, on our ribs. Then we came, like, came seventh out of 28, 28 teams on our ribs uh, last year. However, we, uh, yeah, we, the two or three teams that placed in the top, had fall off the bone tender ribs. So when we figured that out, that they did, they were not using sanctioned judges, it was Backyard Joe Barbecuer. 
So of course, you know, if you're out about your friend coming off, everybody loves fall off the ball and ribs. Except KCBS judges. But our, our good friends, the Grillabillies, told me a neat little trick. Uh, how to check your tenderness, because I'd always just picked up the rack, see how it bent. That's how I judged. And he actually showed me there's some ways that if you pull your rack off and it's not, it's too, it's overdone for what you think. It's just too, too fall off the ball and tender. Wrap that baby back ribs up. Wrap those St. Louis style ribs up. Let those things rest in a cooler or a cambro. Uh, and they will actually tighten back up some. Uh, so, tight, so let those rest before you cook them. Then you can baste it, you know, baste it again if you want to right before presentation. I did actually find out that I, I used our spray that we used to keep our meat moist in the smoker. Also makes a good little spray once you get it in the box. Make sure you don't get it all over the box. But spray on the box on your meat just to keep it a little. Uh, just gives it a little shine. I don't know if it didn't seem to change the flavor any because we tried that because we were a little bit concerned. And it gave a little bit of shine. Now, did that make a difference of a point or not? Probably not. But it did look, did help did help our feelings. Well, after two long days of barbecuing and several cases of beer and 35 pounds of crawfish and 22 pounds of oysters, the judging came. We're all teams. Walked to the front. Stood there in anticipation, thinking, surely we're coming home with a trophy out of our food. We filmed the top three teams. Uh, we're called the Backyard Grillabillies, cleaned up. They placed in every category, including uh, Grand Champion, which I gotta tell you, if it's, I'd rather that went to them than anybody else out there. Those are the nicest bunch of, he's the nicest, nicest guy, great, great family, make it into a real family event. And after all, that's what this barbecue competition's about. It's about being out there in the been out there with your family uh, and your friends, enjoying the outdoors, barbecue, and doing something you love. And you get to meet a lot of great people along the way. And I had no idea that it was that type of brotherhood until this year. Uh, everybody's talking about where they're going to be next, trying to find out, you know, trying to hook up in different cities, uh, just kind of follow each other down the down the Alabama barbecue trail. But back on to the awards. Well, all three categories. And we get no calls. Now, I'm not going to say I didn't feel discouraged. Not upset. I was not upset in the least little bit. Because the fact is, hey, we're the new guys on the block. Nobody knows you know, who we are, where we came from. But we will make a name for us for ourselves before this year's out. And I hope to be reporting that back on our next month's podcast. We uh, came home, packed up. It's amazing how fast you can pack up when you're that tired and you want to get out. Realize that I hadn't slept in 36 hours, almost 48. Uh, decided to pack up, got our truck loaded, and got out of there. Decided on the way back to the hotel that, hey, it's time to actually eat something other than barbecue. Had a little bit of mellow mushroom. Nobody seemed to notice that I was falling asleep while I was trying to chew. Now we got through that. Passed out in the hotel room the next day. Enjoyed the beach the next morning. Had a great breakfast showered clean I didn't smell like smoke or pork and then ready to come home uh, did receive our scores a few days later uh, which they had a very fast turnaround on getting us our scores I did appreciate that from the South Baldwin Chamber uh, showed that we actually you know for a brand new team on the circuit we had three 
top five finishes. We had a fourth place in chicken, a fifth place in our pulled pork, a fifth place in our uh, oysters or anything but category, a seventh place finish in our sauce, and an 11th place finish in our ribs, which I wasn't really upset about the 11th place finish in our ribs because I knew exactly what I did wrong. Or not necessarily what I did wrong, but what I, did very, what I needed to do better from the judge's standpoint. Uh, I still would like to have known the individual judge scores on what we scored low on or high on. That would be absolutely wonderful. And I'm actually uh, sending them an email down there because they're very responsive and they're very driven to make sure that is the best possible event uh, that they can have. So I really enjoy it. I'm looking forward to going back, uh, back down there next year. So I already marked that schedule up. Speaking of marking your schedule up, if you are a competition team and you haven't marked your schedule up, look on the Alabama Barbecue Trail. Uh, I highly encourage you to look at the um, Smoke on the Water in Gunnersville, Alabama, uh, coming up in October. It'll be their second annual. Last year was their first annual, and these guys did a phenomenal job. You cannot, you could not have planned an event that it was this big uh, and executed any better. Last year, I think we had 28 entries total. Uh, had several people trying to get in at the last minute, which that will not be allowed uh, with your with your group. I know a lot of people are struggling just to try to get people to compete, so they kind of leave it all the way open to the last minute, uh, and then cut it off. Their cutoff is uh, a couple weeks before, three weeks before the competition, and once it is off, it is off. Uh, there will be no getting in late. Uh, they do have. An excellent clean area that's well lit. I don't know this year if they will be providing anybody there uh, the night before because it is a chicken and rib only competition. Even though we tried to, we begged for them to include pulled pork and make it a two day event. Uh, they just said not this year, maybe next year. So maybe next year we can push for brisket, pulled pork, ribs, and chicken. But hey, maybe even a sauce. Or a blind tasting, blind test uh, people's choice awards. That may that may actually happen. I'll see what I can beg for. But we were very very satisfied with our first month out. And I appreciate y'all, everybody tuning into our podcast. Uh, I know I'm probably rambling a little bit, but I'm wide open to feedback. So if you have any questions, recommendations for this rookie team, especially any recommendations on. Uh, figuring out your best way best way to do your ribs to get that perfect amount of tenderness without just having the bone just shining all the way through. Well, this is uh, Trey Nason with Outlaw Barbecue, uh, Pitmaster rookie, hopefully soon to be a world champion somewhere in the next five years. We'll see. We just want to we just want to make it through this this year without without burning anything up. We hope to see you out there on the trail. If you have any questions, comments, or hey, you know a contest that's somewhere in Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Tennessee, that's close on the Alabama side, let us know. Uh, we're a new team and looking for some adventure and looking to meet some great people. Well, this is Trey Smith, Pitmaster, Outlaw Barbecue, signing off. Go light, what you waiting on? Go light your smoker. Get that meat ready. We'll see you later. I
you to tell my baby Tell her please, please forgive me 